1: Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and we talk about them. Uh, my name is Luke Condor with Kate and I'm joined by Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Barrington himself. How's it going, Ben? It's good, man. How the devil are you? Uh, I'm devilishly good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes.
2: I've noticed not just two bearded film fans, two bearded and hatted. 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 Hatted, be hatted, film, film fans. Well, you've gone for the curved peak, and I've gone for the straight peak.
1: I didn't so, curve. Uh, I didn't curve the peak. This was a a present from Cat's uh, dad. I think it's a golfing hat. I don't know what so the, the brand is. The, so, the, so the hat came with the with the peak pre curved. Pre curved. Yeah. I imagine he, uh, you know, when he was doing his golfing, he was out and he's just uh, giving it a good curving. <laughs> <laughs> it I looks
0: good. It looks yeah. good. Like um, a straight.
1: Yeah, man, that's good on you. It suits you. You've got that whole uh, cool kid, grime scene thing happening. I like it. Um, so last week we talked about uh, the genre bender audition, which is a beautiful piece of cinema. And tonight we are talking about the classic ha- uh, Hammer horror film from 1968, The Devil Rides Out. It's actually called The Devil Rides Out in the UK. It was called The Devil, The Devil's Bride in the US yeah. because. Um, we- hmm, go on. Do we know why? Do we know oh, why? Yeah. It was called... um, we do know why. Uh, it's because um, it sounded too much like a Western to American people. They were like, rides ah, Western. Like,
2: ah. okay.
1: yeah. I see what you mean there. Yeah. yeah, you
2: got, yeah. You, I probably would have thought it was a Western.
1: Yeah. Just to, quickly, um, I just watched the, the trailer for The Void. Have you seen the trailer for The Void? It's coming out later this month. Um, No, I don't believe I have. It looks pretty incredible. It looks amazing. So it's it? a like a John Carpenter cosmic horror sort of thing going on. I oh wow! Yeah, watch the trailer for that. Is it like a uh, is it coming out in cinemas or is it like a Netflix thing? Or? I'm pretty sure it's going to be a cinema job, but maybe remember. like a select theater thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, watch the trailer for that man. It looks, it looks. I just watched it just now, I just before we start recording, and it just instantly went, "Oh my god, I have <sighs> to watch this." Any anybody anybody uh known well known not anybody think so. In I, don't think I don't think it's. Uh, looks like an indie job.
2: Oh, lovely. Yeah. I love an
1: indie job. Have you, have you seen the trailer for Get Out? Yeah. And it's got like a 100%. No, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes at the minute. But yeah, it yeah. looks
2: good. I know. I, when I first saw the trailer, I was I was kind of confused by it. But then the way the trailer's cut and the music in the trailer just made me go, yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It just felt like... And it's jo- Jordan Peele, isn't it? From uh, Keanu yeah, Peele, who's I written I and directed that. it. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. I, um, I like what Bloomhouse do. They sort of um give like talented filmmakers like a small budget, but they make mo- the most amazing films. And horror movies like that sell pretty well, I think. Um so yeah. there's like the M Night Shaman films, like Split uh was one of his and the one before um with the old people. Oh, the uh, the visit. The visit. And then uh, <laughs> and then this is one of those, and then there's a couple more and I'm like that have a similar oh, what's his name? Um was Green Inferno a Bloomhouse thing as well?
2: Oh, Eli Roth. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know.
1: Actually, I'm no, not sure.
2: Yeah, possibly, possibly. It seems like it could be, but yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, it does look good though. I think it comes on that comes out on the seventeenth of March in the yeah. UK. So I'm
1: definitely going to go and uh go and check it out. Yeah, me too. Uh, so the Devil rides out. Um, do you want to give us the old synopsis? The old lowdown. Yeah. Okay. The Devil's Ride Out, The Devil <laughs>
2: oh dear <laughs> The Devil Rides Out, known as The Devil's Bride in the United States. There we go. Is a nineteen sixty-eight British horror film based on the nineteen thirty-four novel of the same name by Dennis Wheatley. It was written by Richard Matheson, uh, directed by Terence Fisher, film stars Christopher Lee, Charles Grey, uh, Leon Green and uh right okay here's the here's a synopsis when the duke de richelieu <laughs> uh,
1: yeah i don't know how to pronounce that duke de richelieu or something yeah
2: <laughs> and, uh, yeah and rex van ryn arrive at a fashionable party thrown by um de richelieu's protégé simon they soon realize that the party is in fact a gathering of a satanic cult led by the high priest makata that plans to initiate the beautiful tanif that night is up to Richelieu and Van Ryn to defeat the devil-worshipping Makata and save innocent young Tanif and the others from a terrible fate.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this is what the Empire Magazine film students... I don't know why I keep calling them film students. I just imagine they were. <laughs> uh, had to say about it all. Uh, the Devil Rides Out marks a new direction for Hammer, swapping classic gothic horror fantasy for a Dennis Wheatley occult potboiler. Uh, Richard Matheson's cracking screenplay streamlines and improves the novel. The pacing and dialogue are sharp, and the performances, particularly from the incomparable (laughs) Charles Gray, and as always from Christopher Lee, are top-notch. The studio would return to Wheatley with To the Devil, a daughter, a couple of years later, but they missed the trick by never bringing back Lee's Duke, the Richelieu, the paranormal investigator, who brings hell down on his unsuspecting friends here, featured in 11 of the office novels. His cases could have run and run. Um, So Rotten Tomatoes give this a a pretty good 94% fresh rating. Jeez, I couldn't find it on Metacritic, but IMDb give it a seven out of ten. Um, what are your initial thoughts? Have you seen this film before? Uh, no, I haven't seen this film before. <clears throat> um, I think, as
2: I said to you, this is a film that's very much of its time. And uh, as somebody who's not massively into this, not just this genre of cinema, but sort of like the Hammer horror <clears throat> '60s sort of stuff, I've never. But not not the fact I'm not just into it. I've not really seen much of it. Yeah. And uh, this, this um, era of cinema as well is not something I'm massively well-versed on. So it probably did not... I wasn't the right audience for it, I guess. But uh, I, f- I found a lot of it quite funny, but but not like, but probably not in the way I was supposed to. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't... I found it hard to take seriously. And um, I wasn't massively into it. I mean, I can see how a lot of the stuff works and a lot of the ideas that are there are pretty good and could be pretty creepy if delivered in the right way. Um, but as I said, it's definitely of its time. It's not something that I f- probably would ever want to go back to.
1: Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I, um, I'd say it's more like a dark fantasy of, like horror elements. I would not say it's particularly scary. And I don't know if it was ever intended yeah. to be scary. Looking, watching it now, I don't know if it was intended <laughs> to be scary because it doesn't feel that much like well, it was. Well, I guess... In 1968, we don't know how sort of
2: like um sort of satanic worshiping was going down in the mainstream era. You know, people yeah. might have been people might have been real 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 scared of it at that particular time. Um, I did read something somewhere about this film saying that initially it was being banned by certain countries because of the satanic worshiping element in it. Yeah. So maybe that is just something maybe it was something that was hmm. like on in in the self-conscious of the public at that time that made um
1: it seemed scarier than it ended up being. Yeah. Yeah. It's like playing into the phobies at a time. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like hammer horror is a whole uh, like selection of films that I just never really watched. And I feel bad that I never did because I feel like I maybe went straight onto like the American stuff. And like, we've got this whole um, thing of films here in the UK, the hammer stuff that I just never, never gave the time of day and i should have done feel bad about it i'm sorry guys yeah i know what you mean um i think it's
2: i think it's a difficult thing to when you've grown up with sort of like uh, with like 70s and 80s um american horror and yeah. that and that sort of like replaces what you think classic horror is yeah because yeah. because to, because to you it is classic horror so returning and then going even further back to stuff like the hammer horror stuff or even stuff like the nosferatu film which is like a not like the 20s or something yeah Um, yeah. there's like like stuff like that it almost seems too difficult to be able to get an in with it's difficult to like approach like what where do I start what do I watch first where do it, it kind of feels and as I said a lot of stuff can feel quite dated and then it's hard for you to sort of get a foothold on that genre
1: yeah so so I'm guessing you didn't enjoy it as much as the other films so far is that right no no i didn't enjoy it i
2: didn't enjoy it as much as the other ones but that's okay. just as i said i can i can understand and appreciate why some people would like it mm. um i can understand why it's seen as a lot as a classic because obviously it's on this list so i understand why it could be seen as a classic horror film in that light maybe but then we we have to watch some more horror, um, hammer horror films yeah, on this yeah. list so maybe we'll be able to make have a good comparison then
1: yeah
2: and then maybe it'll give us
1: some hindsight when it comes to
2: yeah. Thinking,
1: sure. thinking about yeah. this film. Uh, so, I mean, um, so in our little, we've got a private Facebook group now uh, called Horror Hangout Board of Advisors. We've got some friends there who, if you want to join the group, it's a closed group, but you just ask to be invited and you can go on there. Um, but we asked the other guys on there what they thought of the film. The um, only thing that uh, Thomas Smith said um, it, that it was written by uh, Richard Matheson, uh, the same guy who wrote I Am Legend, he wrote The Shrinking Man. Uh, you know, he's a famous novelist in his own right. He wrote, he adapted loads of—I uh, think it was like five uh, Edgar Allan Poe films, um, in, sorry, books into screenplays. Um, it's interesting. I mean, um, I feel, again, I feel like I've missed out on that. I've, I've never really read any Richard Matheson. So <laughs> there's a whole of, uh, "I Am Legend" isn't even a long book. No, no. I think you can. I think I once read "I Am Legend" in one
2: sitting. I think it was just a. Uh, I think it was just bored somewhere one day one day and i was like oh, i'll just start reading a book and then before i knew it it was over how many pages is it do you remember? uh i don't know um i can see it it's in it's in i i am not going to grab it it's probably only 200 and something pages hmm. maybe even maybe even less than that
1: is have you have you read it before no no i've only seen the oh, right. the will I've, william smith film?
2: Uh, that's probably the only richard matheson book i've read um but I, re- I did really enjoy it and i really enjoyed the style of writing as well it's a um even though i believe i'm not sure what year that was written in but it kind of just transcends quite well sort yeah. of um for like a modern reader um yeah but yeah i i read that a lot of a lot of his films have, a lot of his books have been made into films i was looking yeah. at his wikipedia page and there's so much of his early work that's been made into films it was almost at a point that like Films are just going back to to him and going. Hang on a minute, you written anything good lately? Oh well, I wrote this couple of pages of yes. Give it here. We'll make this into a film in the morning.
1: We'll slap that onto a film. Yeah. Um, so I think what we're both saying is uh, we watched this film without really having any idea what we were getting into. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I feel a bit like that. Yeah. So I mean, let's let's talk about uh, the key players of the story. We've got Duke de Richelieu. Richland. I like, uh, I like,
2: I like a second ago when you almost called him
1: douche de Richelieu,
2: which I kind of quite like. I think yeah. that's a good, that's a good, that's uh, a good villain name, even though he's not a villain at all in this. Is not, it? Not in this which one is strange. Though. Which yeah. is strange because I swear Christopher Lee, in pretty much everything I've seen him in, is a bastard. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's still a bit of a bastard in this, to be fair, but he's just uh, playing for the right team. And so Christopher Lee, Duke, Duke <laughs> Richlow. he's um, an occult in- investigator. He's like the main hero of the story. We've got Rex Van Ryn, who I think is the everyman of the story. He's the guy who's there to ask, wait, Duke, Mr. Richlow, what does this mean? Why is this? What does this spell mean? And then he'll explain <laughs> to us and explain to him what, what it means. Um, he's uh, We've got Simon Aaron, who's their mutual mutual friend who's been drawn into this world of Satanism and is due to be baptised, I believe, by Mokata, who's the evil version of Christopher Lee. Um, he's the evil Satanist guy. He's the opposing force. He's got super evil eyes and uh, lots of makeup. <laughs> there's quite a few scenes where he's zooming into his face and you can just see this, like, he's been caked with, like, foundation. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, and then there's Tanif, who's... Uh, uh, Rex is. Love- I'm guessing this when they call it the Devil's Bride, she's got to be the bride. Yeah, um, she's yeah. She so she's Rex's lover. Rex's love interest. Um, I believe she's also scheduled to be baptized by Makata. Um, right. Scheduled. She's in the book. She's in the in the baptizing schedule. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Who am I baptizing yeah. today? Zooming Go- in on his eyes. Google Calendar. Yeah. Um, and she's a good driver. Oh, I forgot about the car chase scene. <laughs>
2: <laughs> She's a fantastic driver. I mean, what's she doing? She should be like a rally driver or something. Jesus. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so this is this starts off pretty much straight in, in it. Like, I mean, it's set in London, 1929. Starts with Duke. I'm just going to call him Duke. And Rex, Duke and Rex in a car. And they're talking about their friend Simon, who they think has been acting odd. And they go, let's go see what he's up to. I think that's how it starts, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Let's just drop in at his house and go. Look, mate, you've been acting odd. Let us in and see what kind of shit yeah. you've got up. You've been getting up to. And he's like having this big soirée. There's people drinking wine out of no, they're drinking like champagne out of flutes. And yeah. Um, there's a there's
2: a, a woman, there's a woman with a lazy eye.
1: There is a woman with lazy eyes. Look, a lazy eye. There's a lot of eyes in this uh, in this film.
2: Yeah, a lot of eyes, a lot of lazy eyes, lazy. a lot of eyes going off. <laughs> Going yeah. off in this direction, I just think is that like part of the, is that part of the story? Or have they just cast actors specifically with lazy right. eyes in yeah. order to be a little bit, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, so they go to this party and then they're all having a cracking time, I think. But they're like, you, you, Mr. Duke and Rex, you need to go because you're not welcome. Uh, but then, uh, critically, Duke's like, no, I want to stay. I want to check what, check out what's going on. Something fishy's happening. So he runs up the stairs. He goes, show us your telescope, mate, and he runs upstairs, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he he goes in the guy's cupboard, and I thought, it's a bit rude, really. But then he he uncovers a, a wicker basket, and inside is um, a black cockerel and a white hen, and he goes, ah, you are doing devil stuff.
2: And <laughs> <laughs> they like stood in the room, and suddenly they hear like one of the chickens just go like, just make a little noise. He's like.
1: You what? Yeah. Oh, so, so to the cupboard. Yeah. Of course. I
2: mean, where? I don't. Where would you? Where else would you keep your chickens? In the cupboard, in a wicker basket. Obviously.
1: Yeah. And like, once he once he catches those, he's like Simon. What have you been up to? It's like he's caught his drugs, or he's like uh, <laughs> his edible underpants or something. Simon, <laughs> we need to talk. Simon. <laughs> come on, Matt. What have I told you about black cockerel and white hen in a wicker basket. <laughs> yeah. But like this, is, so this is the main idea of the story. I think is that Simon's soul is on the line. He's uh, he's getting him with a bad crowd, and they want to save him from making a mistake of becoming uh, a Satanist. I mean, that's like the main the main crux of the story. It's like it's like he's got caught up with some bad eggs yeah. who are making him smoke
2: the marijuana, and they're like, "Come on, mate, just give it a, give it a rest."
1: Yeah. So, as as like any good intervention uh, tends to go, they they punch him in the face and knock him <laughs> out. <laughs>
2: as, I, as officially, how you've got to start an intervention: just yeah.
1: go. Have you been doing some black magic? <laughs> well, I do. Oh Jesus! So they kidnap him from his own house. They leave like uh, the rest of the guests, who obviously he's ever Satanists, in the house, um, and then they, they steal him and then they take him back to Duke's house. Where uh, he hypnotizes him into like yeah. a deep, rejuvenating slumber, and I think that's a, a, a big theme of uh, this story. There's lots of like uh, hypnotism going on, so I'm guessing maybe at the time the film came out, maybe hypnotism was seen as something scary because nowadays it's sort of seen like a party trick or something. But yeah, back then it Hy- hypnotism a,
2: might have been big back then, you know, yeah. people might be getting
1: hypnotized left, right, and center.
2: That was maybe it,
1: yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then, this is this is the opportunity where uh, they put Simon to bed um, with a cross around his neck. He's gonna sleep oh, it yeah. off, and then Max, this the, no Rex, sorry, uh, Rex starts asking uh, Duke loads of questions like what was going on there, and then he goes, "Well, Rex and the audience, um, it's a satanist thing. They were going to baptize Simon into their uh, into their fold. We need to save him, keep him away from there because he's gonna lose his soul to the devil or something like that." In in 1929,
2: how do you reckon other Satanists? Satanists met other Satanists, because you know you can't just put yeah. like someone on Craig. It's not like you put someone on Craigslist like that, going, "Oh, do you want to come come around for a bit of bit of devil worship?" They must point. just. They, how do you, how do you get into that conversation? How do you go? Well, I have got a group. Uh, we uh, do some sacrifice and stuff. Come on over.
1: I struggle <laughs> to think about how anyone did anything back back then. Like, how do you you want to meet a yeah. friend in town? You say, nowadays you text, well, you just message them and say, I'll meet you this time. And if they can't come, then they, they text you and say, I'm sorry, I can't come. But now, like, if you scheduled a month in advance to meet someone by letter <laughs> and then they didn't turn up, you just have to...
2: <laughs> I remember, like, uh, ringing somebody, like, on their landline and going, right, you you going to go to that place where we said we'd meet now? Yeah, 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 I'll go there now. All right, okay, I'll meet you there. And then you get there and you still end up waiting for them for, like, half an hour, <laughs> like, yeah. just standing there. Or go into a phone box. Has that person left? Yeah, 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 left. If if they don't turn up, you just got to go home. Your
1: whole day's ruined. <laughs> Your whole day's ruined.
2: So do you reckon that's what they did? Maybe actually, this is before
1: telephones. So, uh, well, I don't so know. It was, was it before telephones? I guess it was. It was fancy to have a telephone back then. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe yeah. Now they just they
2: took they took when they're at one devil worshiping meetup. They're like, right, right. This same time, same same place. Next, next month.
1: Yeah. You I bring the plastic car, really, I'll bring you really a Very good point. Because there's quite a lot of times where they all meet up to get, they congregate. And like how do they schedule that? <laughs> like yeah, now, there's a bit where they meet in the woods and um it just needs to be so random. Like how do they I guess Makata, the the evil guy, he's got a mental link to all of them. So he Yeah, that's is true. The message board. He's the we're meeting at uh um, <laughs> meeting ten. Meet, meet me in meet me actually WH Smith's yeah.
2: for the uh, for the devil worship uh, in ten minutes. Don't be late because I'll be angry. White robes only, please. Yeah like, don't someone wore cream robes. Like last time. Daniel, one. for God's
1: sake. <laughs> there's always one dick in cream.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's always someone there's always someone in pink to put their red socks in with their white
1: robe. Yeah. Oh
2: bloody hell. Bloody hell he, he, Makata's gonna kill me. <laughs> Off I mean, you
1: go. This uh, so this, this first half of the film, I think meanders quite a bit. Uh, so I struggled. It basically involves they rescue Simon. Simon gets p- possessed again by Makata, runs away. He tries then, to
2: choke him. He tries to choke himself with the cross they gave him at yeah, one point, yeah. he? in a horrible fashion. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! But then, like, is it is it um the Duke's like Butler Alfred? Alfred witnesses Alfred. it, stops him. But then, so calmly, it's just like. Um, he was just choking himself in the bedroom, so uh, I think you better go and check on him.
1: I mean, and he's can't. got out a window. Yeah. Shut it's, the window. Yeah, so he he runs away, and then I uh, struggle to remember this bit, but they follow him to the woods where they're having another go at the, the satanic baptism. Um, they're all is this dancing. Bu- going is This are, before, is go this before or after the car chase? In the car chase is after this. All oh, right, okay. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so they um, there's another congregation of devil worshippers in white robes in the woods. They sacrifice a goat. Baphomet, Baphomet appears, the devil himself. Yeah, he's got he's got a pretty funny looking goat face. It looked yeah. like a smiling goat face. It was yeah. like he looked really
2: happy. Hey, hey I'm Baphomet. Hey, <laughs> it, to, to
1: say that's a devil, he looked incredibly meek. Like he looked he, tiny. Yeah, yeah.
2: Was was it just the angle? Or was, or was he like the size of a? He was like about this big one. He was, he was a size no bigger than a, like a action a figure, lo- a, lo- lo- a loaf of bread, a loaf, a loaf of wholemeal bread. bread. Yeah. He's, he's tiny, and he sort of looked around like, yeah. <laughs> that was, that's all he did. Yeah. If you're gonna take, if you're gonna take the time to summon Baphomet himself, I want him to be imposing. I want him to be angry. I want it to be flames. And I want some yeah. crazy shit to be going down, not just like a weird goat man
1: to just appear and and he vanished when someone
2: slung a bit of water at
1: him, didn't they? No, this is that's a little bit later as well. So this they've, run, oh, they've basically you. run him over. <laughs> uh, so uh, so Rex Rex and Duke they they chase him there, um, and then they're going to do it again. But now we find out that Tanif is also due to be baptised by the devil uh so, they, so simon and Tanif are both basically good people um but they're about to be taken in by these this satanist cool and um, so Macarta's like he summons a devil and then i don't really know how rex re- knows to do this but he gets in a car and then just drives into <laughs> they just run over a load of uh devilists uh, satanists and then the light of the headlights i think i i think that's right the light of the headlights um <laughs> makes the devil himself go, nah. <laughs> so he goes off. He just disappears. He fades. Someone like drops the fader, so he just disappears from view. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um...
2: His opacity level goes down to zero.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And then they scoop up Tanif and uh, Simon, and then they disappear again. So they save Simon twice in the same night. And then... Um...
2: I'll be like, for God's sake, Simon, just yeah. keep your head on your shoulders just chill out go home. watch a bit of i don't know saturday night takeaway
1: just chill out for god's sake oh i'm gonna say i think you i think you might be right i think the car chase was before that but
2: i'm we would go back to the point where you said it meanders and it does meander there's a lot of stuff kind of happening and half happening where you're like yeah i mean there's there's not like um it's not like there's any tension it's not like you feel oh god i hope they so save these people from the satanists. it's a bit
1: like what like what is really going on i mean (laughs) what is going on somewhere in there and before that happens there's a 10 minute car chase and i can't really tell you why that happens it was Um, so
2: intense i was i i I almost shouted slow down at the tv because i was (laughs) uh, it was intense i mean there was green screen uh, yeah. and then there was some green screen but there were some actual cars mm. and I don't know if they'd been sped up or what but they were going they're on a country road and they were doing
1: what looked like almost 80 miles an hour to be fair it's natural um, speed limit on those roads they're dangerous places to uh, drive yeah, around exactly. Yeah, exactly people drive around they, yeah. they were flying around there
2: was, no one else came the other way as far as I knew no. they were just flying, flying around those roads but yeah that was because uh, Makata just appeared in the in the, uh, the rear rearview mirror with his eyes
1: with his just, eyes uh, with Drive faster, or whatever he, What did he say? Just he said something. Keep driving, something like that. Um, Just keep driving. So, <laughs> so then we we all they basically they they steal Simon and Tanif and Mercator's not happy, and they take them to uh, the Eaton household, which is Rex's friends or Rex's family. Um, so the Eaton household, it's like one of those old stately manners. Um, and then they put Tanif in bed and they put uh, Simon in bed. And then uh, Christopher Lee's like, I'm off to bed or something. Like, he's tired. <laughs> they keep saying he's tired. Uh, so he goes off. I think he's going to do some research or something. Um, oh, then... yeah. I
2: know what he's doing, isn't he? Oh,
1: oh, I'm tired. Oh, I need to do some research. Just, Just want <laughs> some alone time. Just wanted some alone time to douche, <laughs> douche the Richlow. He goes to cry in the in his car for a bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like all oh, this devil worship I'm not even that into it but I always get mixed I always get mixed up in it for God's sake just let me be Dracula
1: yeah yeah Dracula's easier to do than no I, I think I I really like Duke's character but uh, I don't really understand where he went do you like his facial hair <laughs> yeah it was good was it taped on because it... uh, I, I was I thought it was kind of taped on yeah like the tash bits they looked kind of either like too waxed or they were taped on yeah, but Christopher
2: Lee can grow facial hair, can't he? He can. That's yeah. that's official.
1: So why would he have done that? Is it? <laughs> he demonstrated that ability in Lord of the Rings, pretty. When,
2: yeah. When he's Saruman, is that is, is that officially his beard as well?
1: Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I yeah, hope. So. Yeah. No, he's, he's, I've seen him with beards. Yeah. 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 Um, so then, <laughs> uh, so we have this whole thing now with uh, Makata... Basically, going to try and get at them inside the house over that night. So, um, it's a whole like assault thing happening um, where Christopher Lee has them all inside this circle and he's like, don't leave the circle and we'll be okay. I can't remember why, but Rex and Tanith are hiding in a uh, barn. (laughs) Yeah, there was a bit of barn loving going on, wasn't there? There was a bit of barn loving. Um, (laughs) And then, so here we get some of the more, the scarier sequences yeah
2: well also when my is when my cat is that his name yeah when he's in, when he's in the time. house he says something incredibly sinister and he
0: when he hey everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an airbnb Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage.
1: And the site is live.
0: That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage. (laughs) Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.
2: Realizes that he can't can't take them away. He says, I won't be back. Something will,
1: but it won't be. And I think, Jesus Christ, hard. It's in that scene when I noticed his makeup. Because it zooms right into his face and it's like really bright light, studio lights sort of thing. And his face is so powdery <laughs> i don't know why if you just but... walked if you just walked up to him in blue yeah he would, just... <laughs> he would, he would you it. um so yeah so uh we've got christopher lee um and simon and the eton um couple the wife, the wife yeah, and husband still... yeah so they're inside this cir- protective circle that Christopher Lee, uh, the Duke, is made. And he's like, just stay in the circle, or we'll be okay. For some reason, they've left the daughter. There's a daughter of the family, they just left her out of out the circle.
2: They just left her out of the circle. They just left her in bed. It's like, well, we're hiding from these dark <laughs> magic things, Something's coming tonight. she's asleep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Something's coming you know, tonight, but as long as she's in bed, she, it's not going to go through, is it?
2: They're never, never going <laughs> to yeah. wake her up. I mean, she's a kid. Not right. matter how evil they are. They're going to come in and go, "Oop, sleeping child, shut the door. So what What was the first thing? It was a tarantula, I believe. Tarantula, yeah. A tarantula that was quite clearly just a small tarantula that had been zoomed in on. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is massive! Whoa! It was like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, school of enormous insects. Yeah. I thought it was quite... I quite like that. I found that bit
1: a little bit scary. Um, yeah, well,
2: when it was going like that and showing its fangs.
1: Yeah, because I I'd, I'd find spiders kind of scary anyway, because I don't really understand how their mouths work. Like... <laughs> I know what you mean. Because we we have mouths that go up and down like that. Like I don't understand because they have like two mandibles. Yeah. Where how does food get in the mouths? And like I don't understand. But that's, I what, reckon that's my that, own sort of, That's yeah. a
2: question for another podcast episode, yeah.
1: I believe. How do spiders eat? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um I just don't trust spiders. I think that's that's my thing. I don't trust them. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, oh hello, little spider, yeah, just get out of the door. Sometimes they're just mental and they're just flying up, jumping about just calm down.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I can pick up spiders if they're like slow and sort of steady ones. But then I remember this tiny one I picked up once because it was in the bathroom. I was going to let it outside, and it jumped like so high off my hand, it like right onto my face. It's terrifying. I would. Have, I would have screamed. I would have screamed. High pitched. I think I did do a little bit of a squeal. Ah! Just be yeah, a gasp, an act. <laughs> just because uh, like it went straight for my face. Yeah. What's <laughs> he gonna? What's he gonna do when it gets yeah. just? latch on it's the second time i've been headbutted by an insect i remember once i was uh on holiday and i was sunbathing and this fly landed on my stomach and i was like it was looking at me like it had its might it was doing its own little business and it stopped and looked at me facing me head on and i looked at it back and i was like this is kind of weird because <laughs> there was definitely a moment where we both looked at each other and like it's kind was of it, awkward was it jeff goldblum <laughs> <laughs> and then, Sorry, little Jeff Goldblum, so mate. I was like, okay, this is this is getting a little bit uncomfortable. I'm gonna have to flick you up in a second, mate. But then he suddenly he, oh, oh, he suddenly, suddenly, he suddenly <laughs> yeah, it suddenly like zoomed and like headbutted me. Went straight for my head. Like uh so he's was on my stomach, we, we had an uncomfortable moment and then it nutted me and flew off. Like, it was it was on your stomach, it was doing his business, and then it was like, What are you looking at, mate? Come on, I'm just doing my business here, and then it thought it's gonna have you. With a Glasgow kiss. Got straight between the eyes. Honestly, like, I have no doubt about it. That was uh, that was a fight we had. <laughs> <laughs>
2: probably, probably lost as well. Actually. Yeah,
1: well, he didn't give you a chance to fight back. But, um... So the tarantula. Yeah, so the tarantula. It's a giant <laughs> yeah. tarantula. Um, this is one of the scenes where I thought it was kind of scary, but I also couldn't help but laugh a little bit because of the way they did the special effects. Um... It was a tiny it looks a big spider from a one angle and then it obviously just made like a little miniature room and had the normal sized trench of walking across this miniature room. And um yeah. yeah,
2: some of the special effects in this are a bit dodgy. I think as we mentioned uh, earlier, there was a moment early on in the film where Rex and uh the Duke and end up in end up in the room with the with the uh, what were we calling it thing drawn on
1: the okay. drawn on the a devil uh, head thing. Oh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but um, there was a dude. There was like a guy. Yeah, like a pentagram. Is it? There was like a
2: guy. Like, I don't know if he was like a. He looked. At, he might have been a genie in a bottle or something, because there was loads of like smoke, and he was just there, and he was just hovering, and his eyes were like a little bit lazy and looking all over the place. And as you think it was like some sort of trap, and they were looking yeah. at it. it was what it? on earth was was, going on
1: there? It was like a booby trap, wasn't it? And that... how did
2: that? How did that man get cast in that film? For that part,
1: and he's they advertised it. Incredibly freaky eyes, like, and his eyes are like popping out of his head almost. The like yeah. frog's eyes, and then the... they were like,
2: "Don't look." I was like, "I'm gonna look." This guy's got weird eyes. I'm looking at him.
1: <laughs> Don't look at the eyes. You never. Get Don't to see... you look at the eyes? <laughs> How often do you get to look at someone with really weird eyes, exactly. especially before the internet. So he's guy. Like, I've got to look at this now. <laughs> <I'm> never. <laughs> no, gonna... yeah. I can
2: guarantee. In 1929, he'd never seen someone with such weird
1: eyes. Yeah. So it. If... Whoa! Nowadays wow. we're on like uh, the WTF subreddit, as we see stuff like that all the time. Just, just part of the course. But back then, you're gonna you have a, you can have a gander.
2: There was no, what? there was no uh, rude tube on E4, a countdown <laughs> of the weirdest shit you find on the internet. Yeah. This yeah. was, this was it. This was the pinnacle. This was seeing it in the flesh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So despite, yeah, so MacArthur's still doing his assault on the, on the house. The spider, they just throw some water on it and it disappears. And then the angel (laughs) of death comes, the angel of death himself, and Mikah has like summoned him. And um, apparently, like this, this is when the angel of death is summoned. He has to take a life. Like there's no doubt about it. He's going to kill someone.
2: Yeah, you can't waste his time.
1: So um, Christopher Lee, the Duke, he does a spell that uh, apparently is quite dangerous, but he he does it anyway because he's a maverick. And the angel (laughs) of death disappears. And the angel of death. There's a there's a bit where it's just a horse. It's like it's a long time. A lot a lot of shots of this horse. Uh, it's the same shot, just going back and forth in reverse of the horse's yep. legs shooting in the air. And then um, right at the end, he takes off his uh, hood or whatever it is, reveals his skeleton face, and then he says the spell and he disappears. So he saves the day again, basically.
2: Yeah, he does save the day.
1: What, a, what an absolute hero! <laughs> I thought this was the end of the film because then the the, the sun rises. And it's like, okay, so they've survived Makata's um, onslaught of uh, spiders and angels <laughs> of death. And then um, Rex arrives at the window. He's been in his barn all night with Tanif, but Tanif's dead because the angel of death has to take a life. Um, so I see, so, uh,
2: so Rex, I don't trust you here. Oh, I've just been in the barn all night with Tanif on duck. Just no, woke, up she- <laughs> woke up and she's dead. Well, what happened, Rex? Uh, angel of death had to be, didn't it? Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. That's it, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, he came in. and He said, "I don't know what I don't know what happened." Well, we just had the angel, angel of death. It was for me as well. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like a Lenny of of, of my Men moment, where clearly he's <laughs> clearly just don't know his own strength, and he, yeah, like, yeah. oh no, Jesus.
1: Yeah. If you spend a
2: night, if you spend a night yeah. in a barn with a woman,
1: uh, you know, there we go. <laughs> just hope that the angel of death's been out somewhere that night, so you can blame it on him. That's what I always used to say. Anyway, <laughs> um, so it, th- it seems like everything's going okay, but then we suddenly find out that the daughter that they'd left outside of the circle has been kidnapped because she was Plenty outside of- the circle. Um, that is a, that is just
2: gross negligence on the on the yeah. parents' uh, behalf. Gross negligence. Just leave the kid outside the circle. She's going to get kidnapped. What, you, what else do you expect? There
1: are angels of death and tractors attacking your house. You, you need to protect your daughter first, surely. But they were, they were only thinking of themselves, these rich bastards. Um, they were ever so rich, weren't they? Yeah. They're
2: abs- they absolutely loaded.
1: Yeah. Absolutely loaded.
2: You've got no problems here, and you're getting involved in black magic. You're, you enjoy, yeah. Just enjoy your life. For God's sake, don't get mixed up in all this nonsense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Makata steals their daughter, Peggy, I think her name is. Um, and then it turns out that he's going to sacrifice Peggy for the devil. Um, and I'm not really sure what his <laughs> old endgame is here, but he just—I think he just wants to kill something now. I think he just—he just likes to kill stuff, yeah. and he's got uh, the taste. For, he got the taste for
2: it, and uh, he just wants to—he just wants to murder it. Doesn't matter if it's a kid. Yeah, yeah. He
1: obviously—he doesn't hold children in regard. Just gonna kill her. Yeah, and he wants—he just wants to kill her in front of an audience. who has got his acolytes; they're dancing around again, like idiots. Like I was watching those people <laughs> dancing around, like. They were just sort of rubbing hands on each other's faces and um, laughing. They just looked like idiots. Like now, if if that were done today, I think there'd be a lot more nakedness and writhing. And uh, it looked it sweat. looked like a fri-
2: Friday night in Bristol in Bristol's walkabout. <laughs> um, if anything, yeah, I was like, they've all they've all had a few pints of Fosters. Yeah. They're all on it. They're all, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> they're they're off to dojos next. They're loving life. They're hands on each other's faces. <laughs>
1: yeah intense. yeah. this this is like uh a load, a load of blind people trying to say hello and trying to like find <laughs> who are you again <laughs> and like uh, it was like a, a blind person's networking party <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's why one of them had a, had a cream thing on. yeah i said why i'm blind for god's sake
1: <laughs> um oh dear okay so then, uh, all of them—the uh, hus- the Eton family, the husband and wife, Christopher Lee, the Duke, and Rex and Tanif, I know if she's dead—they uh, go, <laughs> <laughs> they go to try and save the daughter, and they're like, "Okay, this is the final uh, act of the film. This is the final uh, build-up. This is this is where it's all been leading to." This was the final battle. I wanted to see some sort of fighting. I
2: want to see some kung fu. I want to see some swords and shit.
1: Yeah. Well, Rex no, sure. tries. Rex jumps into the into the blind networking party, and uh, oh, yeah, he does. gets beaten up by the by them. <laughs> he gets a shit. He gets a shit kicked. He gets yeah. a shit kicked out. Love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, uh, so what happens? So Tanif, the dead Tanif, who's dead now, uh, possesses the body of Peggy's mum, and then she says a spell that uh, Excalamus. Basically- Pretty, it's pretty. It's, it's a bit of a Deus Ex Machina sort of ending. So, um, all the satanists burn, and then they disappear. They just evaporate into nothing. And opacity then, levels go to zero. Opacity levels well. go to zero. And then, and then that's how it ends, really. So, it, so it reverses time, right?
2: Yeah. So somehow time gets reversed, and then it, it, none of that muck happened in the first place. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it basically cuts to the the morning. Before where they just survived Makata's onslaught, <clears throat> and then instead of Rex walking in with a dead Tanith this time he walks in holding hands with a living Tanif, and then they say, Oh, well, the angel, what What about Makata? And then um, Chris believes, like, Well, the angel of death was summoned, he's probably taken Makata. <laughs> like, just so assumes, probably, probably Adam. <laughs> so, it's, it's probably, it's probably Adam. I
2: mean, he ain't here, so I mean, that's the only
1: thing I can think of. To explain where he is, they do. They do say we have to thank God for this. This God has reversed time, <sighs> brought Tanith back to life, and uh, so, he's always doing that, God. Yeah, and he's killed Makata. So, like, th- if there's ever been like an example of Deus Ex Machina, the, the hand of God, it's this, yeah. this. This ending. It's just a plot hole stuffed full of God. Yeah. Just like if you have got a plot hole, just say, "Well, God
2: did it." Uh, god was responsible for that what happened how did that person die how did this happen
1: trust god god went and done it yeah have faith my son god did it um so that's that's uh the story and like yeah i mean it's dated i mean i don't think you could get away with that much exposition anymore i don't think you get away with that sort of level of time just reversed and people are alive again so, you don't see MacArthur even die at the end. Like, you don't see him get his comeuppance, really. Um, Someone just goes past with, uh, with a bottle of water, slings it
2: in his face, and all his makeup comes off and just melts oh him.
1: He <laughs> smudged my foundation. Yeah. Uh, He's uh, uh, spon- sponsored by Maybelline now, uh, <laughs> MacArthur. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's the story. I mean, in terms of storytelling, I've heard that the novel it's based on, the, the Dennis Wheatley novel, is a massive novel. So this, is yeah, even, yeah, even, sure this it's has even this has been streamlined quite yeah.
2: a bit. Apparently, it's very. I've, I've heard the novels. A novel. <laughs> I've heard the novel nuffle, is, waffle, yeah. is waffly. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, stuff happening in the novel, which uh This guy obviously had a problem with devil worship, didn't he? This guy wrote a book, Dennis Wheatley. He had a problem with it.
1: Yeah.
2: Just let people do their devil worshiping. Make don't have to write a book about it.
1: Yeah. Did he? Um. Oh, oh, I think I read that he interviewed. Uh, I don't know. It's part of the trivia. Don't worry. i have got I'll bet, I'll, up later. I bet. De- I bet Dennis Wheatley is definitely a Christian. What do you reckon? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, especially with that ending. God did it. Yeah, um, yeah. they are always stuff. <laughs> God did it, didn't he? What, uh, Jesus back to life, God did it. What do you think about like, the directing style in in general? Uh, it's oh. difficult to say, yeah. isn't it? Because I mean, it's like, difficult to say. Yeah. Nowadays, you'd say. be like, oh, that's um if you watch a modern film you'd be like oh that that those sort of shots are very reminiscent of Edgar Wright or you know that kind of thing but because this is from a different era it's difficult for us to like yeah say how would that differ to other films of that era and and considering I don't think I've
2: seen another Hammer Horror film sorry Uh, it's really difficult to sort of compare it to anything or sort of understand the the nuances or understand the the sort of directing style or the style of anything really it kind of just it kind of just washed over me a little bit mm. and that's partly my fault but also yeah i'm just not really that much of a fan of this era this era of cinema and this sort of type of horror as well
1: yeah so you there we go. um i forgot to mention my favorite bit of the film is the opening credits the opening credits are amazing yeah, yeah the like, opening credits. it's got all those like really old school pictures of uh divils and stuff like that, and it's also got like the amazing soundtrack uh, at the start. Um, yeah, that was kind of like, oh, made me sit up and sort of take notice. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, quickly wavered. <laughs> uh, so, jump scares I don't even think jump scares were a thing back then. Like, the, what? <laughs> there, there wasn't any jump scares. Um, Shit your pants moments. I mean, maybe the spider.
2: Yeah, maybe the spider. What? Maybe the genie guy with the what? With the wonky eyes. Because I shit my pants. Not necessarily because I was scared, Not, but uh, was <laughs> confused. <laughs> confused. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then obviously um, the goat dude. What was his name again? What's the goat dude's name? Baphomet. Baphomet. When yeah. he turned up looking all smug, Baphomet looking all smug. Yeah. That. That. Oh, yeah. When they
1: raised the opacity
2: level pants. on him, I was like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the opacity level was raised, I, I shit my pants at that bit. But that was um, out of pure. Rage at how smug he looked.
1: Yeah, there was the whole <laughs> I shit eating grin Baphomet, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he really did actually. Um, there was a whole. He looked like he would snaffle up like paper, or like you know, when you go like to a, a, a petting zoo, he, <laughs> <laughs> and you get the goats that like they snaffle at the corners of your your feed bag, so so it like all falls out of the mouth. It looked like he was looking for feed bags to, to snaffle. Like he would, he would have got like scuffed up a couple of pamphlets if you, if you through, <laughs> if you photographed his face. To
2: be fair, if he was a devil, if I was a devil worshiper, mm. and he turned up, I'd, just,
1: I'd be like, I'm out,
2: <laughs> I am out. I really because wish now wait.
1: that Makata they summoned him, and then he, uh, Makata just got his little bag of like kibble, and just started feeding him.
2: <laughs> Don't talk about Baphomet like that, Luke, because yeah. he'll come
1: to, he'll come to you in the night,
2: yeah. and uh, you bet, you better put a pentagram around your bed yeah. tonight, otherwise there's going to be a tarantula uh the angel of death will turn up you know he's got to take someone so he has to take someone doesn't he yeah um okay so
1: he'll take, he'll take,
2: he'll take your golfing hat oh, <laughs> he'll just <no>. take it <laughs> in the night in the night sleeping in it
1: <laughs> where's that gone he's the angel of death i'm sure <laughs> um, it he has to take at least one hat if you summon him he's going to take someone's hat not mine please <laughs> I, like, I like it too much um, and the next time he, he turns up, he's got like he reveals his face. He's just got that little cap on. <laughs> um, yeah, what so
2: doing uh, angel of death. That's my hat. No, nah, no, nah, I don't
1: think so. So yeah, Shitty past memories. There wasn't really any. I mean, it just it wasn't. I don't, I don't know what to say. It wasn't. It wasn't scary. I mean, it it can't be it, I mean, those sort of techniques that we developed over the last uh, fifty years weren't developed yet. Do you know what I mean? To scare people.
2: Yeah. It was more like a... It's one of those films where it's obviously like the atmosphere and yeah. the, the sort of the devil worshipping as a as a as <clears throat> as as part of the plot that was the scary bits. That was yeah. the scary... People watch that and go, well, that was a bit creepy, wasn't it? Or, you know...
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know, mate. I don't no,
1: know. But I, I think what we were talking about earlier, I think it it would have been scary in terms of it playing into the phobies of the time. So uh the occult Satanists, uh Alistair Crowley, um all that sort of stuff. Yep. Hypnotism must have been a little bit scary back then. Um so maybe maybe it would have been scary to those to those folks, especially if it was banned from some cinemas. Um but yeah so <laughs> are you ready for some trivia? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah question the first uh Christopher Lee has um stated that this is his favourite um film he's he's been in. And he'd like it remade with modern special effects, and he would like to play an older version of Duke. Douche. True um, or false?
2: <clears throat> Surely not.
1: Surely false. No, it's his favourite film he's ever been in. Yeah, it's true. True.
2: When did he say that? Did he say that in 1969?
1: Well, I didn't say. Just as Christopher Lee had often stated that all of, his, of all his vast back catalogue of films, this was his favourite, and the one he would like, have liked to have seen remade with modern special effects, with him playing mature Duke de Richelieu.
2: I like to think he said that a long time ago and, and then he was, a change, he was a changed man before he sadly passed away. Because he was doing metal albums before yeah. he passed away. Cool, I think he's He
1: was a very cool guy.
2: He was a very cool guy. I, I, I'd like to think he looked back at this film and gone,
1: nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I bet he would like it. Uh, so, uh, Makata uh, was based on Ale- Alistair Crowley in the original novel, and Dennis Wheatley, the original author. Uh, for research, he invited Alistair over for some, uh, s- some grub. <laughs> some some grub. Yeah. Uh, false. True again. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? You are you normally so good at this. Okay. Uh, Christopher Lee also did the voiceover for the UK trailers for the film. True. False. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he, uh, is, 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 it Done. Someone else did the. Uh, I never It wasn't Christopher Lee.
2: Just someone else. Someone else. <laughs> Google you're, it. You're, 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 you're wrong, but it was someone else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have written down the actual answer. Uh, I know that for next time. Uh, so you should get this right. Uh, the movie's US title was changed to Devil's Bride because the original title made it sound too much like a Western. That is true. Or have I just seeded that idea into your head earlier in the episode? Well, just you do get, that to me. <laughs> just to trick you. No, no, that's true. That's true. You're not Darren Brown, Luke. All right. <laughs> You're not Darren Brown. Um so well done. You got one out of four. Uh, one out of four. Do you know that's my favorite that's my favourite score to date. One you out of four. You're normally so good at that as well. You can normally pick through my lies and my deceit. But I've used my hypnotist eyes to uh... No, no, it's the hat. The uh, hat yeah. has thrown me off. The truth is hidden beneath this cap. It's it's normally like shining off my forehead. Oh, no, you're probably what normally is. You can see the reflection of my notes on my forehead. I know know you're getting there. Yeah, I see what's going on. Okay, true. (laughs) Okay, so, um, ratings of the film. I do you want to go first because I think ours might be different this time?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to give it a D. I think that might seem really mean, it's very mean, but. But uh, I think I'm going to have to just because, yeah, it just wasn't for me. And that's obviously, again, I'm not, I'm not so ignorant as to not understand why this was a popular film, is a popular film, um, and what it did for the Hammer Horror genre um, and what it did, I guess, for the careers of a lot of the people involved. Mm. But it's just not my thing. And I find it hard to get invested in anything um, with it. Yeah. The only time, The only times I was invested... Properly was when I was laughing. Um, and again, I'm probably saying stupid, it makes me sound like a bit of an idiot, but there were some funny bits in it. There are um, some funny bits G- in it. Yeah. Genie G- G- in a Bottle Dude and Goatman. We need, to, you know, oh, I yeah. wish they were in s- another film because I'd love to see them again.
1: I uh, <laughs> I laughed quite a lot, actually. Um, <coughs> like, it's just, the thing is, I, I, I give it a B. Um, so rather than your Poxy D, I've gone for a B uh, because I think it's a, good. Gone I, for a B? Yeah. I reckon you're scared. You're, you, you've you given it a B because you're scared
2: that the devil was are
1: going to come. <laughs> and they're going to get me. It's going to eat my uh, pockets, <laughs> my pocket lining. Um, <laughs> no, I, I give it a B because uh, although like, I feel like it has dated pretty uh, badly over the past 50 years, 50 year old film, um, I actually love um, the whole idea and the themes. I love the whole idea of an, like. The two occultists, so um, Maco, his name now, Macota and uh, uh, Douche, <laughs> Duke de Richelieu. <laughs> I love, I love that sort of idea of the Satanists, and, like, okay. and, and, and like, in like the posh, southern England. I feel like there's a real like dearth of like horror films that sort of do that now, um, and I would love to see a modern version of this, not particularly this story, but that whole idea of the sort of the Rich Satanists, um, yeah, I think that'd be good. Well, we did see we have already watched the film with certain cult elements in it with Kill List, yeah, um, so that's got the whole sort of pagan vibe, but I feel like the whole Alistair Crowley thing, all ah, right, okay. needs, to make a, a, I mean, needs to make a comeback at some point, and uh, yeah, I, I really like that. And I really liked, uh, I thought the soundtrack was great. I, I mean, I just feel like it's just aged, I feel like it's a good film, just aged, yeah,
2: yeah, I, I agree with that too, but I mean, I can't, I mean, I was just. That rating for me is just
1: how I felt yeah. watching it at that particular time. I mean, but, on, on average, that gives us a C for this film, which is still like the lowest yet, I believe.
2: Yeah, I think it's the lowest, lowest yeah. yet. Everything else, I think everything else so far, we've kind of been pretty positive about.
1: I think the Evil Dead, maybe we give a B or something, B minus, yeah. something like that. Um, yeah, no, I. Um, well, I mean, if this film's dated, the next film on the list is The Cat People which is from like nine? it's like 30 years earlier. So <laughs> this is. Oh a, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Cat people. What year was that? 1942. Is that right? Uh, oh, I, thought, I thought
1: it was earlier than that. I don't know. All oh, right.
2: Know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, cat people. Sounds better than it is. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I hope someone's got whiskers.
1: I'm thinking of uh, the Stephen King story. Cat cemetery. No, no uh, there's, there's
2: uh, a film with cat people
1: in it. Oh, is there? I'm just gonna Google now because that's. Uh... <clears throat> Are you gonna Google Stephen King? Cat people.
2: Cat cat people. The cat person. He's written so much. I'm sure. I'm sure he's written about cat people, dog people, yeah. sharp people,
1: <laughs> sleepwalkers. The film it's called. Ah, Drew Barrymore's in it, and James Woods. Interesting. Um. It wasn't particularly good film. I just remember there was cat people in it. Um, what kind of cat people? Just people with cat ears? Cat no, tails. they were like uh, vampire type people, um, huh? but they turned What's into it? Like, more like cat people. It's was it weird? I don't think I've ever seen that. I will uh, give it. A, I'll have a little look in a minute. Yeah. Cool. Okay, man. Uh, let's uh, wrap this up. So, uh, this show is brought to you by Story Studio, Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to www.hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Also, become a patron for early access to episodes, bonus content, and heaps of free stuff over at patreon.com forward slash hook and cleaver. Uh, thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Thanks to that guide as the theme music, which I still haven't written down. Thanks to the <laughs> listeners. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider giving the five star rating, reviewing iTunes, and remember to hit subscribe. And thanks to my co host for Ben for being a real horror dude. We are actually, by the way, starting to get some decent listen counts of this show. So. Wonderful, oh, wonderful. Hello, people. Also, yeah, come, if you if you're into this list and you sort of want to, uh, you know, be heard and have your opinions about the film sort of talked about on the show, go to Facebook and search for Horror Hangout, and you'll find a little secret group there. Uh, so yeah, might see you there. Ooh, ominous. Yeah. Cool. All right, man Bye. Goodbye.